Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. The Audio Vault on 941 San Antonio Sports Star is brought to you by AA Best Bail Bonds. 225-2121 or online at mybestbailbonds.com. He's RJ. I'm Rob. We're glad you're with us here on 94.1 San Antonio Sports Star. Uh, we are your home for all the big game coverage. And when we talk about it, AA Best Bell Bonds brings it to you. Southern Recipe Small Batch Pork Rinds uh, powers it along with Synergenics. We'd like to talk some Super Bowl with a guy that's a good friend of our show. His name is KJ Wright. You know him as a Super Bowl champion, a podcaster, KJ All Day, and a good friend of the show. Welcome aboard, KJ. How's your morning? Thank you guys for having me. Good morning. How y'all doing? Doing good, man. All right, what's going on up there in Seattle? You guys celebrating? Got a brand new head coach. Let's talk about that first. Ooh, the whole city is excited. We signed Mike McDonald yesterday um, after a long, beautiful 14 years with Coach Carroll. Um, wonderful time, wonderful job that he did. But um, it's time for a new era. And this guy, man, I'm telling you, I'm excited about him. It seems like every time I watch this Baltimore Ravens defense, they had about 13 or 14 guys out there. Um, Roquan Smith, all pro, Kyle Hamilton, all pro, and just the way that he's led these guys, the creativity that he has on defense, um, it's something that's much needed here in Seattle because, um, the defense has been a disaster these last two to three years. So we have someone with a new culture, a new style, a new energy here in the city. Um, everyone is thoroughly excited to have him. KJ, it seems like some teams just, need to be certain ways. I think the Ravens are an example of that, right? Like we think about them historically and they're just, all their success is always on the defensive side of the ball. No disrespect to anything Seattle's accomplished offensively, but I think you would attest some of the better times on the defensive side of the ball. So this kind of feels like past meeting present. I don't know if that makes sense to you. Oh, absolutely. And when you talk to John Snyder after his press conference, he said he wants to keep this culture extremely similar to what we had uh, with Coach Carroll. He wants to keep the, the philosophy the same, a defensive-minded football team. You're going to play tough defense, and you're going to control the trenches in the running game. And so that's exactly um, what we need here. That's exactly what our makeup is. Look at the Ravens. Same thing with Ray Lewis, T-Sizzle, that we have with Cam Chancellor, Earl Thomas. Keep that same type of style here in Seattle. Because the talent is no question. We have Devin Witherspoon, Jordan Brooks, Reek Woolen. Like, there's talent all on this defensive side of the football. We just need someone to just bring out the best in these guys, have a solid game plan. Because facing a Kyle Shanahan, facing a Sean McVay twice a year, mm-hmm. who just swept us in 2023, it's not easy to face those guys. So I'm excited to see what McDonald brings to the table. The biggest question is, what is his staff going to look like? Right. Who is his offensive coordinator going to be? And so for a young guy that doesn't have much connections with guys across the league, I'm interested to see what that looks like. He is KJ Wright. KJ All Days is podcast. Find it at YouTube, Spotify, Apple, or wherever you catch your podcasts. Also on the Cairo there at 710 ESPN. Uh, why not Dan Quinn? <sighs> That's a Look, I, I talked to John Snow. I was like, hey, what you think about DQ? He was like, Dan Quinn, he would be a safe guy. And um, But looking at DQ, looking at this fan base, 
they don't want they want to just remove from the the coach Carroll tree. They don't they don't want the competition Wednesday, no repeat Thursday. They want to just get all the way away from what we've been accustomed to the past fifteen years. And I get it. I totally get it. Do you I really? That the last. I I do get it. I really do. Um, it's it's a long fifteen years is a long time, guys. <laughs> and I'm telling but you guys, this, you that's this, Seattle though. That's you. That's the Legion of Boom. It's it's the Carol thing, like you said, the No Repeat Tuesdays, the all that kind of stuff. Uh, do you really want to leave that behind? Folks said they wanted to detox. The words they wow. are using, they want to detox. <laughs> I'm telling you, it's crazy. Uh, detox from uh, what he had here, and it was a good era. It was a really good run. The people loved Coach Carroll, forever legend. But um, they wanted something completely new. We did a poll because I'm with my radio station. We did a pro- a poll, and it was extremely, extremely low on Dan Quinn coming to lead this franchise. Mm-hmm. And it obviously didn't help the last game versus the Packers. Uh, the 48 points just left a sour taste in everyone's mouth. Oh man, I don't know about this guy. <laughs> let's let's go in another <laughs> direction. So that um, they, they didn't want him. The fan base did not want Dan Quinn. Yeah, I think Cowboys fans um, kind of agree with you. I think everybody loves Dan Quinn, certainly more so in your neck of the woods, but uh, the Cowboys fans are kind of ready to move on. I did want to ask you about your Super Bowl win, KJ, because um, at the time, you know, it was not a game. I mean, you know, and there were a lot of people that were like, this is so boring. And I remember just like some people like, dude, they all used to be like this. Like, like they, they didn't used to be this like close back and forth sort of thing. But I once asked Joe Buck, because they had the call at the time on Fox, um, it was not a, a close game. And then Percy comes out, you know, to start the second half and just like makes it not a game. And Joe Buck was like, yeah, that kind of sucked. Cause you know, there, there was no hope whatsoever. When did you start to celebrate individually? Like maybe not out loud, but like it, cause it was really obvious for a very long time that y'all were going to win that game. So we went into the locker room and people don't remember this, but Percy Harvin only played like two games right. of football season. And we knew like, Oh my God, we got our secret weapon. They don't know anything about them. We're about to return the kick in this in this uh, third quarter. I kid you not. We all said we're about to get this kickoff return, and Percy is going to score a touchdown. That was the talk throughout the locker room. Like, we are going to score a touchdown. And lo and behold, they kicked their little squid kickoff to him. Number 11 got it. And when I say he's the fastest human being I've ever seen, Percy Harvin is the fastest man I've ever seen in my life. And um, once he scored that touchdown, he zigzagged through those those defenders. I said, game over. I said, this game is a wrap. Game over. Let's start to celebrate. Let's start to celebrate a little bit. But we knew that we defeated those guys once Percy Harvin did that. And you could see on the Broncos sideline, you could feel like when you tackle those guys, oh, yeah, they're just trying to get up out of here. That makes sense. Uh, KJ, I mentioned, you know, Cowboys fans, et cetera, et cetera. We obviously talk a lot of Cowboys here in San Antonio. And I don't believe your time at Mississippi State crossed over with Dak Prescott. Is that correct? That's correct. Okay, but obviously you know a lot of people, lots of common denominators. You've watched them. You do radio and your podcast and everything. What is it like, you know, when somebody's at the center of the world like this? Because that's that's how Dak is, and if half yeah. more than half, it seems like people want him gone. This and that, whatever. I mean, as somebody who's climbed the highest highs that the NFL has to offer, and now sees things from your vantage point, and who knows Dak the way you do, and again, common denominators. What's your take on Dak Prescott here in two thousand twenty-four? Um, first of all, I love Dak. Dak is, um, obviously went to Mississippi State. I came across him when we played several times. I've seen him down there in Starkville. And I look at Dak Prescott and he is playing in, how do you describe the Cowboys organization? Just the, the most bold, 
the most, you know, brilliant organization in the NFL. And that organization is always continuously under a magnifying glass. If he even jaywalks across the street, <laughs> you know, right. somebody is noticing it and it's going to be live on Twitter. And so with him, does, is Dak Prescott a phenomenal quarterback? Yes. Does he do a lot of good things for that franchise? 100%. But whenever you play for the Dallas Cowboys, if it's not an NFC championship, if it's not a Super Bowl, there's going to be noise around your name. There's going to be, um, hints, you know, there's going to be tense conversations had around you as the quarterback. And so, um, that comes with the territory when you pay those big contracts. When you're playing for the Dallas Cowboys, a lot of noise is going to be surrounded around your name. And so he's done a good job. He's done a really good job. But obviously it's not good enough because this franchise, this organization is about championships. And so does he have the ability to obtain that? 100%. I've seen a lot of quarterbacks. I've played a lot of quarterbacks. Dak Prescott is up there with the type of quarterbacks that could take you to the promised land. It's just a matter of them putting it together in the playoffs to just make that play up wild card division NFC championship again to the Super Bowl. So if you were on a team coming into a season and Dak was your quarterback, you would have the same amount of comfort that you could get and win a Super Bowl as any other the contending quarterbacks. There's not a doubt in your mind. Yes. Okay. Yes. yes. I came, what game did I, I came to the Cowboys Seahawks game and I watched that Dak Prescott live and in person. I'm like, this guy is phenomenal. I played Dak Prescott my last year was in 2020. He put up about 450 right. yards, seven touchdowns. <laughs> okay, Dak. And so he's a special talent, special, special talent. But the thing that the Cowboys need to be looking at is their run game. Tony Pollard is a guy that has so much talent. But, you know, I'm not looking at him. He didn't give the Cowboys enough this past season. They made to look at that. and um, But the receiver position, CeeDee Lamb, Gallup, it's it's time to, to really talk about Michael Gallup and if he's going forward with this team. So give him a real number two, and some help in the running back position. Now we're talking. Now we have a complete offense. We will really make some more noise like we did this past season. He is K.J. Wright. Legion of Boom started everything, but he's busy now. You can catch his pod- podcast, K.J., all day. He's on Cairo as well up there in Seattle. Busy man. I-, I want you to compare and contrast the two D.C.s, the defensive coordinators, and tell me what you would do with them and what they're going to have to deal with. Spags is going to have to stop McCaffrey. Mm. How-, how would you do that, or how, is- how do you expect Spags to do that? Wilkes is going to have to stop Kelsey. How would you do that? If I'm both of these guys, I'm praying to whatever God I pray to because <laughs> this, is, <laughs> this is not easy. I, I watched them last night actually on Christian McCaffrey. First and foremost, he should be the MVP of this league. He was wow. the best player in the NFL this season. His ability to make you miss, his ability to shake you, run you over, run past you, was better than any player um, this football season. The way he controlled the run game, if you're Spagnola, you got to load this box. You have to have what I call run blitzes, blitz to the tight end side, blitz to the flex side. It's a real chess match when you're facing a Kyle Shanahan. And if you just line up and what they watch on film, they're just going to tear you apart because um, they're, they're a brilliant offensive mind. And if you are um, Steve Wilkes stopping Travis Kelsey, please make someone else beat you on this offense. I'm sick and tired of watching the same guy each and every year destroy football teams. Do not leave anyone man-to-man 
on Travis Kelsey without any help. You have got to double-team Travis Kelsey if you decide to go man-to-man because his ability to run past guys, their chemistry between him and Patrick Mahomes is like no other we've ever seen between a quarterback and tight end position. And so if you go man-to-man, double-team Travis Kelsey and make everyone else earn their paychecks. And so um, it's not an easy feat to do because both of these guys are generational type of talent, first ballot Hall of Famers, and it's going to be really fun to watch the, the chess match that they have on the defensive side. KJ, just kind of curious, because now you know who the head coach is for the Seahawks, and I'll be straight up with you and, and not pandering. I did pick Seattle to win the NFC West this year, but, mm-hmm. you know, not exactly a take that, that aged well. Um, the Rams, you know, kind of surprised people. I think the Cardinals certainly near the end of the season. Where do you think Seattle finishes in the NFC West in 2024 in the first gender, Mike McDonald? I got a second. I have a second. The Niners, we're, we're not there yet. Those guys are stacked at every single position, it feels like. And I look at the Rams, they did surprise me as well. Matt Stafford, uh, Puka Nakua. I'm like, who is this Puka right. Nakua guy? And why is he scoring so many touchdowns? But um, I do have us um, above those guys just simply based off of talent. Uh, we have so much talent with the, the way that John Snyder has drafted these past two years. Uh, defensive Rookie of the Year should be Devin Witherspoon this year. And um, but I got us finishing second in the NFC West. But um, it won't be easy. It's just a matter of us seeing what this staff looks like on offense. I'm voting T. Martin. I don't know if you guys remember T. Martin. Oh, yeah. Um, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. The quarterback from Tennessee Balls. Mm-hmm. Qu- quarterback's coach for Lamar Jackson. So I'm really banking on him coming in here and being an offensive coordinator. So if you have both of those minds calling plays, I think we'll be cooking with grease then. He is K.J. Wright, always hot as fish grease. Uh, one more question. Uh, when you think back at Super Bowls, and obviously there's all the moments on the field, when I ask you, what do you remember about the Super Bowl with something off the field? What's the first thing that comes to your mind? The first thing that comes to my mind is when I was searching for my family after the game, and um, the first person I saw was my uh, girlfriend, now wife, but the favorite hug that I gave was to my dad. Awesome. And uh, that's, when, that's when we both started crying, and I said to him, there's no way I'm here without you. Just um, People just see athletes, but they don't see the families that invested so much into them. And for me, my dad was my guy, just throwing the ball with you in the backyard. Whenever you look in the stands and in high school and in college, you can find your dad in the stands. That was a really cool moment for us to have together. So hands down, my favorite memory. You just encompassed why we do what we do. He is KJ Wright. KJ all day. You'll catch him on Cairo. You'll catch him on his podcast. Just be glad and go get it and catch him. KJ, thanks for stopping by, man. Uh, I hope to see you in Vegas. You're going to be running around the row? I'll be there. All right, man. Travel safe, man. And we'll talk about Dre Jones when I see you because I have have a lot to say. (laughs) Okay. We'll carve out some time. Yes, we will. He is KJ (laughs) Wright.